At Dunkin', we're getting ready for sunnier days with our Sunrise Batch Iced Coffee. A bright and balanced iced coffee with notes of cocoa, tangy sweetness, and toasted nuts. Made to brighten every day a little more. Soak in the sunshine a little more. And fill every moment with a little more, more. Because we aren't just chasing sunsets anymore. We're counting sunrises too. Do more with Dunkin' Sunrise Batch Iced Coffee. Brewed for brighter days. Enjoy a medium for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Three, two, one. Never has there been a better time to be alive in human history. If you're not feeling it, you must discover why. Join Matthew Bolton in developing and applying a framework of objective optimism toward a flourishing life of meaning, health, and happiness. Here's your host, Matthew Bolton. Hi, everybody. What's happening? I'm Matthew Bolton. Welcome to Mr. Brightside. So today's show, this is our first show, is titled, Why Am I Listening to This? And what I want you to get out of today uh, is an idea of what the show is and what's in it for you, right? That is, why should you spend some of your time joining me here? Well, part of the answer is implied in the show's intro. If you heard the narrator, it said, never has there been a better time to be alive in human history. Now, that sounds a little dramatic, but I really think it's quite matter of fact. So, like, I'm not going to get into all the proofs and, uh, and evidence of, of that today as to why that's true. Um, although it will be implied throughout the show all the time. And we will do a show dedicated to just, just that, making that case, um, probably and hopefully with an excellent guest to help us. Um, for now, though, let me try to summarize what I mean by referring to comedy. Now, part of the job of a comedian is to point out absurdities and then hopefully make jokes about them. Um, and I'm going to bring up uh, Louis C.K. here. Whatever you guys think of Louis... We'll put that aside for now. He did point out a few years ago uh, in one of those late shows, he said, everything's amazing and nobody's happy, right? And then he goes on in the bit. He does that person upset about flying. Uh, okay, I guess I'm doing a, a bit of a bit for you. Excuse me. But he says, um, you know, we had, to, we had to wait on the runway for 45 minutes. He said, that's a story now. And people say, oh my God, what happened next? Did you fly through the air amazingly like a bird? Did you partake in the miracle of flight? Right? He does another person and, um, you know, people complaining about their phones. It just doesn't go fast enough. It just, uh, and he's like, can you give it a second to go to space? And that kind of thing. Now, look, I, it's frustrating too when my devices don't work when I'm trying to do some work or do something. I don't, I'm not saying that, but, he is right in a way, right? It's not an accident that he refers to words like amazing and miracle in it, right? These things would seem like incomprehensible miracles to people not that long ago. And what I mean, so when I say that there's never been a better time to be alive in human history, is not just like things are convenient, like we can fly and we have this. It's I mean that by every measure of human well-being, things are better than ever. So again, I'm going to make that full case later on and, and, and as we go throughout, not today, but I mean throughout the show. But for now, I want to highlight what this ultimately means in terms of the potential for our own lives today. What all this progress means is that we have more time than ever. Time is really the most valuable currency that we all seek. Even the idea of chasing money, like we, I, want to, I want to get more money for what, right? Ultimately, it buys you more time. It buys you more time freedom to do the things that we want to do versus the things that we have to do. Uh, but whether we're rich relative to the richest people today 
I'm saying that we're wickedly, we're wickedly uh, rich compared to any humans before us. That is, we have more time than any generation before us. And it's a matter of how we spend it and of what we focus on that determines our success in enjoying it all. So what of that second part with Louis that nobody's happy? He said, Everybody, everything's amazing, we got that, and nobody's happy. This is the absurdity that he's pointing out. It's madness, in my view, that anyone shouldn't be happy. Barring personal tragedy, an accident, of course, there's no reason each of us shouldn't be able to build a happy, optimal, flourishing life. And this is what I want each of us to build together, in part through this show, where I'm going to share good ideas, right? Fundamentally powerful ways of thinking about your life uh, that will lead to the ultimate goal of optimal living. And what do I mean by optimal? I don't mean some platonic or mystical single perfect life that you must find and, and, and that you should be living. Like it's, it doesn't have to look like one thing. We don't know what it can look like. It can look like a, a number of things, even for one person. But what I want to help lay out for you and, and help you develop over time is a framework um, toward what Aristotle and the Greeks called uh, eudaimonia. Now, I'm not going to use the word eudaimonia too often because there is, lucky for us, uh, an English translation roughly translates to human flourishing. And I use the term um, interchangeably thriving. So uh, on my website, if you go, you can see on the sidebar, there's a definition of, the, of eudaimonia. And it says, I'm going to read now, a contented state of being happy and healthy and prosperous. Um, on the website, you can also see that I call myself a student, a, a student of human flourishing. Um, so I want to tell you, what is eudaimonia or human flourishing or thriving? So in all that we do, there must be an overarching goal, an ultimate goal, right? Which sets the standard of what we consider good and bad for us and which determines all our lesser goals. If our ultimate goal is set right, it becomes easier. Now, not easy, but easier right, to direct our lives and to answer the question, what should I do, right? What actions should I be taking? Basically, does this fit with our ultimate goal or not, right? That's, that answers the should. And I think human flourishing is that worthy goal. It, it subsumes precisely what I think we all ought to be after. Um, but there's a lot in there. So uh, implied in it is, is that happiness is not fleeting or momentary, but rather a state of contentment. Your contentment. You remember it was a contented state of health, happiness, and prosperity. Human flourishing is an integrated state of successful living, the highest possible to a living entity. So I don't want to just live a successful life, right? Um, what does it mean if I say to you, oh, her business is quite successful? You'd get a picture of a pretty well-to-do operation, and that's all right. But what if I say that business is thriving, or that uh, some species population is flourishing, right? You can imagine that it's this this thing is reaching somewhere around its highest potential. So I don't want to just I don't want to be successful. I don't want to be happy. I want to flourish. I want to thrive. So what are the components of a flourishing life? So let's break it down because we said happiness, health, and prosperity. These are kind of broad um, components, I'll say. But let's unpack them and and consider them. Uh, for one, as most of, us, most of us have observed, happiness is not simple, right? Remember Louis said, nobody's happy. <laughs> That's not nobody. But anyway, and I've learned myself over years of ups and downs 
uh, as I kind of pursue whims and chase pleasure and kind of want to like relax and consume and do things like that, seek to impress others sometimes, many other things that might be associated with attempts at being happy, these have ultimately led to self-destruction and general frustration, not happiness. Yet, at the same time, I've, I've known times of what I can recognize as genuine happiness. There was a quality in the happiness. There was a cleanliness in it, some kind of untouchable pride, some a knowledge of the rightness of it, like of my rightness. I could feel it. And then I've, I'm certain I've seen people who seem to be living that way all the time, <laughs> as if it's part of their character, right? They're just, they just live, they're just happy people, it looks like. And they just look like they're genuinely proud and, and feel good. Um, I want to define this quality. I want to understand its source, and that's what we're going to do on this show. So, as we're going to ha- discuss happiness on the show, um, no doubt in the future, but for now, I, I want to just use it. Uh, I don't want to do that today. I'm just trying to introduce what the show's about. So, I'm going to use happiness as an illustration to offer a little taste of why thinking seriously about these things is so important. How bad ideas or concepts can thwart our goals. So, like happiness, what is it, right? Many people think of happiness as some kind of goal to be reached, right? Like, I'll be happy when. So, let's take a a student, for example. He might be tired, thinks he has to get up too early every day and get on a crowded subway. I I say crowded subway because I I live in Korea and I often think of Korean students, right? So, that would be their life. The guy, he doesn't really like his major. He's stressed out about his future career prospects. He's stressed about his friends or lack of friends or whatever. He's stressed about living at home with his parents, of course. And this guy might think, I'll be happy when I get my own job and and my own place and then I can really start living. But what's he gonna, what's he to do in the meantime? Like, that's a long wait, like a, a few years or whatever till you get on your own. Our lives are happening now. So let's take another guy, maybe someone more my age. He might think that he's not too pleased with his current home or current job situation. Uh, maybe this is a person who has kids. I don't have kids, but maybe this is a person who's got kids. They're stressed out about it. Uh, they got the, all the, the extra bills, the general responsibility, lack of sleep, whatever. And they think, I'll be happy when the kids grow up or I'll be happy when I get that next job or, or the next house that we might get in a few years. That'll be, then I can really get going. And I can catch myself thinking these things at moments. But again, what are we to do in the meantime, right? Just put our heads down, stick it out, be kind of content as, you know, while we wait for that moment or the, the point or that thing, that goal to be reached or things are going to improve. Is that what we're doing? And then what? Do you really think you're going to be happy when you arrive there? Like, no, you're going to want something more, right? If you don't learn to appreciate what you have now, right? Why do you think you'll appreciate it when you get that next thing? It's not going to work. So, and, and I mean, what is the ultimate expression of this approach? It's like you kind of just do that for your whole life and progress to the next thing. And then you're kind of in another situation where there's new problems on you. And, you, you know, you're at that level you thought you wanted to reach, but now you want something else and you keep going on and you kind of give up things and, uh, you know, just try to get by. And then finally, at the end, you, you know, of your life, you reach some kind of point and think, I reached, I did it, I'm happy. And then what, you die, maybe, or something? I, I don't get how this works, right? So I'm here to tell you that we can start being happy today. We can enjoy the process of living and reaching further goals. But of course, 
more on that as we go along. It's just for an example. The point for now is that before we can even be, begin to be happy or achieve any component of a flourishing life, this health, this prosperity, and, and, other, and among other things, we must define it properly. We must understand its nature, its requirements. In a word, we must think. So let's take health now as the other component. So just as happiness has a particular nature to be studied and understood, and it's a monumental achievement to be happy, it's not easy, it's perhaps perhaps even more obvious to people that health is that. Um, we're swarmed with information on health, but what to make of it all? We get inconsistent to conflicting to even false claims uh, from fitness and nutrition experts, from doctors, from other professionals and gurus, right? And in my own life, if I look at it, I have years of successes and failures in terms of my own health, up and down all the time, over years, not anymore. I know a few things now. Um, but I've learned that I have to do my own rigorous thinking and study, and including a lot of self-experimentation on this subject if I'm to achieve uh, optimal health. And that's even another clue. How do I even define optimal health? Is it strength, speed, flexibility, energy? Uh, what about longevity? Where does that fit in? Um, do I have to give up some of some of uh, the former to get the latter? Right? Um, how important is sleep in all this stuff? It's a big subject on its own. And that's just part of the ultimate goal, which is flourishing. So that's, we got to do a lot of thinking. Now, um, in this, as I publish this episode, I'm, I'm planning to pub, publish maybe seven episodes as kind of one package to kind of give people something to go on after this first one. And then I don't know how many, how often I'll release a new one, maybe weekly. We'll see. But um, And I think in that package, one of them is, is going to be a health one. So if you're really interested in that subject, you can jump right ahead and check that one out uh, first. Now, to the third broad component of human, pros- uh, human flourishing, they call it prosperity. And uh, I think the prosperity they're referring to here is more of the material, um, material success, uh, including finances and the objects and experiences money can buy. Um, that's the kind of prosperity I talk about when I say life is good or never has been a better time to be alive in human history. I think that's what I'm talking about. And it's hardly necessary to argue here that material prosperity is not the result of following random advice or the latest financial trends and just whatever. It takes careful, independent thinking. So that's the main point here. Human flourishing, um, a human flourishing, uh, or excuse me, a, a flourishing human life seems to have one ultimate requirement. It's thinking. And I like to refer to this package as think and thrive, right? Where to thrive is the kind of ultimate summary goal. And then think is kind of the essential or summary means. So thrive is the goal. Thinking is the means. Think and thrive. And it just sounds, it, it, it sounds good. And by thinking here, what do I mean? I mean that we have to ask the right questions and create and hold the proper concepts. Like if we didn't don't define what happiness or health is, it will be hard to know whether we're doing the right things toward achieving them uh, and, and in living them. To create and maintain meaningful, enhancing relationships. Yeah. Um, to create a comfortable uh, environment, an energizing or inspiring environment to live in. To discover what kind of society is good for me to live in. To decide the optimal way to organize my free time. And even to choose what I ought to pursue for entertainment. All of those things. And, and then even more simple choices in your life. All of those choices which add up to your character and your life. You can't go by public opinion 
or random feelings. We have to choose wisely. And again, that's what this show can help you do for yourself. Um, the good news is that all of this stuff is not a completely new revelation for me, right? So it came a little later than I would have liked. It would be a lot better if I were younger and knew all this stuff when I first uh, discovered it many, many years ago, but I was still not as young as I might have been. And I've been thinking this way for years, uh, only more precisely and consciously now. And I've discovered, developed, and applied many good ideas toward living a better life. Uh, you could see on my website, and I and it's it's in the intro uh, of this of the podcast that I also refer to myself as a proponent of objective optimism. And I'm not going to get into that today, as the next three episodes, I, I think I think it'll be a three part. Um, are dedicated to presenting what I mean by that concept. And it, anyway, you can go look at the next few. They're probably, uh, they should be published now. Um, but it's kind of a fleshed out version of Think and Thrive, but obviously a lot more comprehensive and, and all that. So our goal is our own flourishing and the means is reason or rationality, being objective about all facets of our lives um, and the goals within our lives. So I see this concept and these ideas being constantly improved. And I know there are like countless things yet completely unknown to me. And if I look at my life as a project, which I do, uh, then it's an ongoing project and the thinking and learning never stop. And then the question becomes, how can I be even more deliberate about it? And this is why I've started the show, right? I want to connect with people. I want to learn from people. I've uh, Just because I've, I've outlined and, and I'm developing what I think is a true and effective framework for optimal living. It doesn't mean it can't be improved. And while I think I'm currently living what, what I call a flourishing life, or in other words, like I'm, I'm happy now, it doesn't mean that it can't get way better. Remember, happiness is not some point to be reached and I've reached this point. And no, I mean, I've got to keep going and I've got to do better. And this also doesn't mean that I'm saying I'm living this flourishing life and this is what a flourishing life looks like and follow me. It's Anyone else's flourishing life might look very different from mine, right? Very unlike mine. Uh, there are people who li- live wildly various lives with wildly different interests, backgrounds, experiences, abilities, etc. And any of them have something to teach me. I want to expand my own context. I want to see what other people are doing and adopt the most effective, powerful, or life-enhancing ideas and practices from their lives. Like, if someone's doing something really fun, I might say to my wife, we got to do that more often. Or if someone has a really effective uh, you know, means of achieving some kind of valuable goal, I would say, I wanna, I'm going to adopt it. And what I do on the show and what I do on my blog is what I kind of think of as thinking out loud. So... By thinking out loud on this show, sharing my ideas out loud and on my blog, I hope to promote fruitful conversations, and I hope you can be part of them. That's what's in it for you, actually. So you can join me in discovering and developing ever better ideas toward building your own optimal flourishing life. And while I look forward to sharing empowering and inspiring content on my own like this and like these shows, I'm really looking forward to inviting interesting guests on the show and getting the most out of them for you and for me. I want to invite anyone on who has good ways of thinking about some aspect related to good living or human flourishing, which, lucky for us here, kind of subsumes anything. So in this first set of release shows, maybe the like maybe one, one to seven episodes, um, you're hearing me talk at you like this, 
But that's not really what I want to be doing all the time. Um, but for now, I have to prepare something to invite people to. So that's what you're getting right now. But I really hope to get uh, exciting guests uh, frequently. And more than just helping you discover and apply good ideas over time, whether from me or from guests, I want listeners to feel good after listening to each episode. This is Mr. Brightside, right? And while part of that means that I hope you take something valuable away, I really want you to, to feel that you've spent a rejuvenating, enjoyable time that was worth it. Like you feel more positive and good about yourself because you've spent time listening to, this, to something that will help you become better. You should feel refreshed and encouraged and motivated after listening. So I'll be sharing not only ideas and practices, but anything I find fun, inspiring, or valuable in any way, um, anything that's worth contemplating in the service of getting the most out of life and enjoying life. So maybe here's a good good way to put this. So I was having my end of the year talk with my good friend, and we were we kind of take at the end of the year and kind of review the year. How did it go? Did we do kind of what we thought we were going to do the what we said we were going to do? And then we make a plan and goals for the next year. And at one point, he was expressing some doubt about something he was considering, and he put it to me. And then I came back at him with with my take and what I thought about it. And after he seemed to accept this, accept it, and thought, "Yeah, that that's good. That's uh, he goes." That's the shakeup I needed. And I jumped on. I said, yes, right. Shakeup. That's what Mr. Brightside's about, right? <laughs> it's, it's a shakeup. Like, I'm not always necessarily teaching you something new all the time, although I hope I am. But sometimes it's, it's more reminding you to refocus on it, on something you already know. Sometimes that's all people need. It's like a reset, right? Where you can, um, you know, get your mind back to thinking proactively and deliberately about your life. Like, yeah, I'm going to take control of this beast, right? And that's what some of my favorite podcasts do for me. And I hope that I can at least be that for you, if anything. Now, let me add here that while I, you know, I, I, I'm talking about valuable, um, powerful, practical ideas, right? And I do think I will offer fundamentally uh, powerful methods of thinking. It's not like I'm here saying, I've got it all figured out and you know, let me tell you how to live and what a life looks like. It's like, no, I'm not telling anybody how to live. I'm not here to prescribe any kind of life to anybody. Um, and I hope my, the purpose or the tone of the show is never taken in that way. Only you know your context. That means your means, your goals, your talents, your interests, your circumstances, etc. Finally here, who is you, by the way? Obviously, it means you listening right now. But I mean, who do I imagine is the audience for this show? Well, the real answer is obviously going to take shape as time goes on, but I primarily think of young people as my audience, as they're the ones who are kind of at the beginning of their independent adult lives and are kind of looking for answers to some of life's big questions. They're typically idealistic and optimistic, or at least they want to be. And I think that these are ideas I wish someone would have presented to me when I was younger. Um, I also teach university students at Hanshin University uh, near my home here in Korea, and whenever we get into anything related to this kind of stuff, whether it's career or relationships or happiness or uh, anything at all in that in that line, they're typically appreciated uh, appreciative of the perspective. So I I feel like that. But really, the audience for the show is me, right? It's like it's me when I was young, but it's me now. This is not just some framework that I think is good advice for starting out in life, but it's how I think about my life today and what's been working for me and constantly improving every aspect of life to which I apply it. And this will continue to be true until I die. So this shows for anyone, really. 
It's whether you're a student, a young professional, a parent, maybe you're retired, whatever. Um, it's for anyone who wants to take their lives and their own happiness seriously and who wants to create meaning and purpose now and forever, right? And start being happy today uh, in this, what I, what I think is an unprecedented world of abundance and opportunity that's before us. So guys, that's me. I'm in and I hope you're in too. Now, while I have almost endless ideas, I'll never run dry of ideas to share with you, what will help me direct my content to become more valuable to you is to have feedback. So I'm more than happy to receive comments and questions, which you can send to matthew.asknow at gmail.com, matthew.asknow at gmail.com. I'll also be happy to accept guest recommendations, someone you think has exceptional thinking about a particular issue or um, you know aspect of human flourishing or life. Um, someone you might think, oh, you've got to talk to this person, right? Um, and I have lots of people in mind as to who I'd like to invite already, and, and no doubt I'll think of more as I go, but that will help greatly, so go get on it. Uh, you can also, uh, more easily for any of this, go straight to matthewbolton.blog, matthewbolton.blog, and keep up to date on everything there um, related to this podcast as well as the blog. Uh, please subscribe on whatever media you like to consume on, uh, like it, and do leave comments and, and reviews. That will always be helpful and appreciated. And, and finally, please share. If you're a friend, like a nephew, niece, student, parent, neighbor, whatever, anyone you think uh, would in, would enjoy or otherwise find value in the show uh, or in the blog uh, blog content, let them know. I'm eager to connect with more and more varieties of people and enrich my own life that way. So thanks for joining along and inviting other people to join along as well. I'm really looking forward to sharing with you. Until next time, I'm Matthew Bolton, guys. Have a great day. Mr. Brightside, your time out to refresh, refuel, and refocus your mind and energy toward building an optimistic framework for flourishing. Life is good. It's up to you to choose the bright side. Bright side.